Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we have the privilege of sitting down with Scott Wilson. Scott is the global pastor at Oaks Church in Red Oak, Texas, and he is an accomplished author, speaker, and pastor who has a passion for raising up the next generation of leaders. Today, we'll be discussing his latest book, Identity, The Search for Significance and True Success. So buckle up your leadership seatbelts and let's get started. Pastor Scott, we are so pumped to have you live here on the Avail Live Call Webinar of the Month. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling excited, man, to be back with you, Virgil. This is Ooh. awesome. Come you know, on. every time we connect, Pastor Scott, I, I feel such a connection with you. I think I think your heart of a of being a pastor's pastor, being yeah. a pastor to leaders is so evident. And uh, and it really is exciting for me. I hope you're as excited as I am. And I know everybody's leaning in right now. Listen, I'm, I'm pumped. I love hanging out with you, Virgil. You are excited about the kingdom of God, about seeing it move forward, about the people of God. And so that just resonates with me. So when I'm with you, it's just like, uh, you know, iron sharpening iron and, and, and there's sparks. Come on. Come on, brother. I feel it. I feel it. All right, everybody. We're, we're, we're going to get this conversation going. And I do want to say that we're on a live call right now. So if there's any questions you have yeah. as as Pastor Scott is kind of talking through some of this, please feel free to use the Q&A tab on the bottom of that Zoom. Um, if our team can reach some of those Facebook questions, we'll try to do that as well. Here's what I want to do, Pastor Scott, before we kind of jump in to talk yeah. about the book, maybe just take a minute or two uh, so that so everybody that's connected sure. uh, and everybody who, who's going to watch this later as well, listen to this, can know who you are a little bit more about who is Scott Wilson. Yeah, so I pastored for 32 years here in Dallas, Texas at Oaks Church. I was the youth pastor, associate pastor with my dad, and then in 2001 became the pastor. And then just two years ago, I made a transition to become what we call the global pastor. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm traveling the world as much as there's a vision that's worldwide to raise up spiritual fathers and mothers who are committed to raise up other spiritual fathers and mothers to plant churches that plant churches. So like, for instance, this last year, we're working with 50 churches that uh, fathered and planted 34 churches so good. and committed this next year. We're going to do 96 new churches. I mean, this is just kind of what we live for. That's, that's what it's all about. So I'm the global pastor here at the Oaks. So that means I still work with the lead pastor who came in, Chris Rayleigh, who had been on staff with us before, came back and did that. So I'm here at the church, but it's also in a role that is kind of like we're in an Antioch church that God's called us to not only reach our community here in Dallas, but they're empowering me and my wife, Jenny, and our team to help other pastors all around the nation. And even we're now in Kenya and in Ecuador as well. So it is international in that way. I love that. I love that. You know, uh, I remember the first time we talked, I said, man, I have a lot in common with Scott being a pastor's kid myself and taking yeah, over yeah. the church. And, you know, you're, you're, you're definitely a few steps ahead, which is why I lean in and I, and I want to learn. Cause I'm a lot so from old. <laughs> I'm so much older than you, man. Hey, I didn't say that. I, I, I'm just saying yeah. there's wisdom to be yeah. received. Uh, so I want to challenge everybody. Hey, everybody who's on the on this live call right now, just type in the chat. I want you to type in the chat to start this off. I'm ready. I'm open. I'm ready to receive. Lord, we are open. Our hearts are open. Yes. We want to receive today. I pray that you would speak through Pastor Scott and through this book 
to so many people and so many leaders in Jesus name, mm-hmm. we are on we are on the way. So let, let's talk about this new book, Identity. Yeah. I, we love it every month on the Avail Live call, Pastor Scott, because it means a new book is out, a new resource for, for Christian leaders. And uh, tell us a little bit, what inspired you to write this book, Identity? Yeah, so like uh, as a young leader all the way up to now that I'm old, like we just already established, I have been focused and diligent about personal growth. Like I got a growth plan, I got a growth team, I got consultants, I've got a counselor, I've got all these people in my life to help me. But it was about four years ago now that I hit a wall. It's like I'm still reading, I'm still going, I'm getting my avail stuff, I'm getting my (laughs) training, my online courses. I mean, I've got all this stuff going on, but I hit a wall of growth where I wasn't growing anymore. I'm doing the same stuff, but not growing. I'm going like, what is going on? I was really getting depressed. Like, have I topped out? Is this all there is? Have I reached capacity? And the Lord just revealed to me what was blocking it. It was my identity. Mm. It was my self-esteem. And God basically spoke to me and said, you can never grow beyond the way you see yourself. And right now, You've reached the pinnacle of how you see yourself. And until you get a new revelation of how I see you, you're blocked. You can't grow anymore until you get a fresh vision of who I've called you to be. And man, that was huge to me. And like when we're talking about identity, I'm not talking the Disney kind of thing. Like, man, you can be anything you want to be. No, Mm -hmm. but the truth is you can be everything God's made you to be. Mm. And that's what we're talking about here is coming into alignment with who God says we are. That's what that search for significance and true success is. It's not that I determine who I am. Mm. I discover who I am as I seek after God and say, God, tell me who you've made me to be. And so like, let's just say like on a scale over here, uh, I was seeing myself as a six. So my growth plan and everything I was doing is in alignment with that six. But God says, I've called you to be an eight. So you know what happens there is if I see myself as a six, but God's called me to be an eight, I continue to hinder his Mm. promotions and I keep blocking his blessings because he can get me all up to an eight. But if I say, well, I feel uncomfortable with that. That's not who God's made me to be. Then I'll, I'll, I'll uh, just give me a minute. I'll get it back down to the six, you know? And that's why I wrote this book because I said, man, there, th- it's not just me. There's other leaders who are out there that the biggest lid, you know, the law of the lid with John Maxwell that says mm-hmm. your, your organization at a hit against that lid of the leader and mm-hmm. can't outgrow the leader. Guess what? The law of the lid when it comes to personal growth is your lid is your self-esteem, your identity. It's blocking you. It will hinder you at a certain point of you being able to continue to grow. And so I wrote this book over the last four years. I have focused the primary attention of my life with my counselor, with my consultants, with the word of God on studying what has God called me to be and how do you determine and discover what God's called you to be in your identity so it helped people to break through. That's, that's why I wrote the book. Oof, I love that. Everybody type in the chat, don't block the blessing. Put a wall or something. Come I don't know on, if there's an emoji for a wall. Blessing. Don't block the blessing. Hey, Pastor Scott, can you just remind me, how many years have you been pastoring in a ministry? Yeah, I, 32. 32. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I started when I was 19. Uh, so I guess in my 33rd year this year. Wow. So, so this insight, you know, and this is not something that's coming from, oh, I've been in ministry for five years or I've been doing this. We're talking about 30, almost 33 years of being 
in the trenches, like being on that on the front lines of ministry and passion. That's why this is so so significant because you know it t- it takes time to start to develop and discover this. Now in the book, you provide you know different stories on what initially yeah. you thought identity was and how it changed, and then how that that idea or perspective of identity changed. Can you tell us a little bit about how how that shifted as you kind of grew into that? Exactly. And, and Virgil, I want to make sure everybody hears me on this is this isn't like a, a biography in the sense of I want y'all to hear how I found out what my identity was like, who's interested in that except for me, you know, it's 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 the principles I learned that caused me to understand what my identity is, that is transferable. This book is gonna help people get a breakthrough. It's gonna help them to know how to discover their identity. Mm. And, and just to give an example, is back when I was a youth pastor, and just like you just asked me, like, like, what are some of the ways I was thinking of myself and how it is now? When I was a youth pastor, man, I felt like God had called me to do something great. And what God had called me to do and what I felt in my heart of what he had called me to do was bigger than what I was currently being able to see happen in my life. And I'm going, what is wrong, God? Why won't you talk to me? Mm. Why won't you speak to me? I heard this guy, Tommy Barnett, who pastored an incredible church out in Arizona. And he was like a hero to me. I heard him at a conference speak and he got up and he said, let me tell you something. Our church is a soul winning church. You know, I tell the people of our church, find a need and fill it, find a hurt and heal it. And I thought to God, God, if you would just give me a line like that, I could do something for you, you know, as if it was in the line. And I got to the altar and I said, God, you got to talk to me. Tell me what is it that you've called me to do? Give me the specifics. And all of a sudden I heard the voice of the father and felt his touch on my shoulder. And this is what Mm -hmm. I heard the father say, "Uh, son, hurry up. We're all in the van and we're we're hungry. (laughs) It was my earthly dad, not my (laughs) heavenly dad. You know, he was saying the rest of the staff's in there. We're done. Let's go eat. But I got in the car with my dad and he looked at me and he said, son, why are you so frustrated? I said, because God won't tell me what to do. He won't tell me what he made me for and, and who I am. And he said, really? I think he has. I said, no, he hasn't. I would know. And he goes, okay, son, if you get the basics, he'll give you the specifics. The basics are this, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you start loving God with everything you are and loving people, I think when you get that down, He'll then start giving the specifics of where you're supposed to do it, what you're supposed to do, what your specific stuff is. And man, that was a big deal to me. And and it also played out that I kind of saw people as machinery to accomplish my vision. Ooh. Instead of seeing them as the vision themselves. Yeah. And God dealt with me and said, listen, your identity right now is more of like you're a general than you are a shepherd. I didn't call you to be a general and raise up an army. I called you to be a shepherd and take care of my people. And, and I mean, those are the shifts of God speaking, of helping us to understand and how it impacts how you function and how you see people, how you see yourself. Big deal. It is a big deal because how you see yourself affects everything you do. I mean, not only everything. it affects you, but, but if you're leading, it affects how you lead and, and the people that you lead. I love this conversation. If you just joined in a few moments ago, we are on the Avail live call of the month with our author of the month, Scott Wilson, with the book of the month, which is Identity. We're searching for that true significance, right? And and um, I, I have a question 
uh, Pastor Scott, because I think a lot of people probably have this question or, or maybe, yeah. you know, especially if maybe, maybe even they're, they're starting their leadership journey somehow, or, or they're in the middle of it, but trying to figure out this whole identity thing for you, who are some of the people who are key in helping you discover your identity? Maybe, maybe, maybe if you can tell about one of those standout experiences or two that, that help you begin to identify and realize who you are and, and what your calling is. Yeah. Well, Virgil, one of them is who I just talked about is my dad. You know, growing up, a lot of us, our identity is shaped by our family of origin, our moms and our dads. Now, sometimes that can be good. In my case, it was 90% good, which I say that's not like 10% he's bad. It's just you don't ever get the fullness of everything that God wants for your life and your yeah. earthly father and mother. There's good dads and moms and bad dads and moms would be like, say, on the floor. But the perfect father is like from here to the stars, you know. And so if we're not careful, our identity will be wrapped up in many cases by what our fathers and our mothers said about us as kids, what they spoke over us, what they said over us, how they treated us, how they spoke about our life. I mean, think about David uh, in the Bible, King David. Before yeah. he was King David, he was shepherd boy David. And when Samuel came to the house, Jesse was supposed to bring all the sons out. And guess what? He brought every one of the boys except for David. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. Yep. When your dad's supposed to bring all the boys out, but he kept you in the field and didn't want you there, he didn't just think you're not going to be king. He didn't want anybody to know you're his son. Mm-hmm. And David in Psalm 69 even wrote about it, and he said, I was a stranger in my, whole in my own house, a foreigner to my family and my brothers. Mm -hmm. And that means that David could feel his identity being shaped by his dad and by his brothers, that he was the shepherd, no good, left out. But God came and said through Samuel, you're the one I picked out of all of the sons of the nations and, and, and of Jesse's house, I picked you. But that continued to mess with his head. And so all of us it need to realize that what happened with our family of origin, we've got to own. Don't slam your mom and dad. We're not talking about that. But get in an ownership of understanding of what was said, what was done, and to deal with that with your counselor and so forth. Look at David. Do you realize when he killed Goliath, one of the things he did beforehand is he found out what he was going to get? He said, what do I get? I don't have to pay taxes. That's awesome. I'm going to be able to marry what? I get to marry uh, Saul's daughter? I think he was pretty pumped about that because he was already playing the harp, the guitar in there with uh, Saul, you know, at night. And I think he saw Merib. And, and, but guess what happened? After he killed Goliath, he went to the uh, palace. You know what it says? He went in there and it was time for Saul to give his daughter to David. And when he said, here's my daughter, uh, I give her to you. He said, who am I that I would receive your daughter? Who am I that I would uh, be able to be the son-in-law to the king? I, I, I I'm, I have a low family. I'm a nobody. And you know what? He actually talked Saul out of getting his daughter. That was rightly his from what he had done with Goliath. And it says, when it came time, Saul gave her to another. Here's the thing that we're saying. What I said before, the things that, that people have said in us, if we're not careful and we start believing what other people say that is contrary to what God says, we will block his blessing. And we will hinder his promotion like that happened with David. So one of the things that happened with my dad is my dad helped me to establish, hey, love God, love others. Hey, humble yourself, receive truth, live in this way. So that was a big deal for me. I just brought that up and kind of went off a little bit on the David stuff because I think that shows that from biblical days till now, 
our moms and dads, every one of us, have a huge part of impacting how we see ourselves, whether for good or for bad, things that are going to set us up or trip us up. And so we got to look at that. This, you know who else was huge in my life? A friend that you, you and I mutually have together, and that's Dr. Sam Chan. Come on. Sam Chan uh, came in my life, oh, it was about 18 years ago now, and it was right when I became pastor here, and I remember the first time we sat down, Virgil, you know what he asked me? He said, no, Pastor Scott, you know how he talks, I can't do it very good, but Scott. that pastor starts with a B sometimes, it sounds like, it doesn't sound that nice, but he goes, Pastor Scott, well, how much money will we be raising this year above the tithe? And I said, you know, Doc, I think we're going to raise you know, 250,000 or so to do this project. He said, no, I mean, for the year. I said, I know, but we got a lot of new people. We got all this. And he said, Pastor Scott, we could raise 800,000 in the next eight weeks if you would just do what I say. I say, listen, I trust that you know more than me, but you don't know the people better than me. And he said, well, let me tell you this. You could just try it because I'm telling you right now, you're holding them up from being able to do what God wants to do through Ooh. them. So I did what he told me to do. Guess what? We didn't raise 800. We raised 650,000 over tithe in the next eight weeks. But by the end of the year, we raised over a million over what wow. was coming in. And the next year we started setting out to raise two and a half million over and it busts through. I remember one year later, he said, how much do we raise this next year? And I said, two and a half million. He said, now we're talking. And he said, Pastor Scott, let me tell you something. Um, my number one problem last year in the church was you. And I said, what do you mean? He said, you were blocking everything. The way you saw yourself, the way you saw the people. He said, those mm -hmm. people wanted to give, but you wouldn't give them a chance to do it. Wow. They wanted to serve at another level, but you were scared they didn't want to because of your own insecurity. You were the biggest hindrance to growth in the church last year. I wonder how many of us are blocking not only the blessing personally in our life, but the blessing God wants to bring to the people we lead because wow. of our own insecurity, but because of our own fears, because of all these things in our life. And that's why I think this book and this subject is so Ooh. huge. Because the way we see ourselves here, it, 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 it impacts everything. That's huge. Guys, every, by the way, in a few moments, not yet, but a few moments, we, our Avail team is going to be putting a link in the chat for a special offer on this book. In fact, if you're not connected or subscribed to Avail yet, you could get this book for free. If not, there's going to be a special offer. I want to make sure you're ready for that. And let, me just say, let me just say this before we talk more about that. Um, what, what Pastor Scott is talking about right now is so important having those key people who help us on our journey of identity. Come on, if you're in the chat right now, if you can do that right now, if you're able to type, type in the chat, mm -hmm. I thank God for, and put the name of that person. I would put, I thank God for Sam Chan, right? <laughs> I thank God for Scott Wilson, who's been, who's been a voice for me, right? Who's been a voice for you? Maybe it's that, I thank God for my dad, Virgil Sr., Virgilio Sr., right? Who, who is that person? It, it's good to express that. It's good to recognize that. Come on, type it in the chat. If you're on Facebook, I'm, I'm looking right now. Mm -hmm. Facebook, come on, type it in the chat. Let us know. Uh, Pastor Scott, uh, after this next response you're going to give me, we're going we're gonna to reveal the offer and kind of let people know how they can get this Absolutely. book. Um, chapter four is intriguing to me, and I haven't had a chance to read this chapter, but chapter four is entitled Self-Sabotage. What are some of the ways that leaders sometimes self-sabotage their leadership, their calling, how effective they are in ministry? 
Well, I think we've all seen it. And we're not just talking about moral failures that we see uh, happening kind of as a pandemic as well that we've seen in the recent years. I'm not just, we see that as obvious ones. But I see so many times that, you know, a lot of the times the pastors I'm talking to, they're talking about, man, I don't know what to do with my board, or I don't know what to do with my key leaders because many of them, they turn their back on me, or they, there's gossip, or there's different. You know what I find a lot of times is that when they start describing to me the, dish, the, the issues going on, it's about 100% of the time they participated in causing those things to happen. <laughs> it may not be 100% their fault or my <laughs> fault, but a lot of those issues happen because of my own insecurity or because of my own defensiveness, or maybe it's because I'm argumentative, or maybe it's because I'm competitive, or maybe it's because I'm envious. My own insecurity or my lack of understanding of who I am in God many times is causing those relationships to be strained. So what do we need to do? We need to get a counselor. We need to get consultants. Why? Because all of us have blind spots, mm -hmm. places in our life we don't see. We all have deaf spots. That's that we think we ha people are hearing us say what we think we're saying, but they're hearing it in a different way, and we don't realize how we sound. We think, I'm just yeah. being honest, they're saying, no, you're harsh. I'm saying, I'm being funny and lighthearted. They're saying, no, you're sarcastic. Wow. So we have blind spots, and we have deaf spots, and we got dumb spots, just things we don't know. <laughs> and so we get insecure because, man, I don't know. But if we brought people around us to help us in those areas and we're just honest about it, then we could grow. So we all need counsel. I've been going to counseling to a professional counselor for over 20 years. Wow. I go every other week for two hours, uh, whether I quote unquote need it or not, because I'm not thinking about it as crisis management. I'm thinking about it as part of my growth team. They're one of the, my counselor is one of the major players on my growth team to help me. And I just come and say, dude, I feel a little insecure this week. I feel a little unsure about this relationship here. I don't know why this went wrong. I, I'm trying to work on my blind spots, deaf spots, and dumb spots all the time. Why? Because I want to keep growing. It, listen, identity issues are like layers of an onion. He's going to keep, God's going to keep working on you to pull back the things that are in your life that are, are strongholds, lies of the enemy, things that you think are true about yourself that are not true. He's going to keep dealing with it. And it's, it's a forever thing. It isn't like once and for all it's done until the day we stand before him and we will be what? Like him. He's continuing to sanctify us to make us more and more like him. So what we want to do is humble ourselves and to come into alignment with God. You, oh. let, let me tell you probably the biggest thing in the book that I think is that was an eye opener to me is the definition of what pride is. You know what pride is? Pride is thinking I know more than God does. Wow. Well, guess what? That can be my insecurity is pride because the way I see myself is I don't see myself the way God sees me. Uh, God sees me as this, but I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't know if I can do that. And we think that's humility because we're thinking of ourselves less than what God does. But no, if you think of yourself any way different than how God does, that's pride saying you think you know more than God. So our purpose is to search our calling is to search for that significance and that true success in discovering who God says we are. And so this is what I think is key for us. We're going to self-sabotage if we don't find out what God says and come in agreement with that. And that's going to be through a process many times that God wants to bring people, key people, counselors and consultants around us to help us.
You know who is else is big? Is our spouse. My gosh. They see things in us, hear things <laughs> in us. And, and if I if I'm not careful, I'll get defensive on all that when really they're the key person in my life who loves me the most and wants to help me the most. And so those are those are key things. You don't want to miss this month at Avail, or any month for that matter. Why? Because each month, the Avail Online Leadership Series happens. A live call with leaders from around the world who have a passion for God and key leadership insights to impart to you. Interact with authors, pastors, and influencers from every industry. And the best part? It's free. To get registered right now, head over to theartofleadership.com. What are you waiting for? Yeah, I think I think it's so important to have the right people, the right people, the right voices, because they're going to help us. I, I had never heard I never heard it that way, but I took down some notes here. Blind spots, deaf spots and dumb spots. We all have blind spots, deaf spots and dumb spots. And yep. we need Jesus and we need the right people. Okay, so here's what I want to do, Pastor Scott. I want people to know how they can get this book. Let me see if I can find my my. Uh, uh, offer link music going here. I think I got it going. All right, here we go. Avail team, help me out in the chat. Right now, I want you to click the link on the chat, everybody. Our Avail team's putting on there right now. Here's the music. That's the chat music. All right, here we go. This book can be yours for free today. If you're not currently subscribed to Avail, you can get it for free. If you are on Avail, you can get it at a special price by going to the link Here's my personal suggestion. And Pastor Scott, you're going to help me pitch this a little bit in a second. Yeah. My personal suggestion is go for the Masterclass Upgrade Bundle. What does the Masterclass Upgrade Bundle include? It actually includes the hardcover book, all right? This is Impact, part one of this series. Identity, it's going to include the book. It's going to include the companion study guide. It's going to include the Masterclass videos it's going to include not only the masterclass videos it's going to include this video as a bonus video at the end of that we'll talk about the masterclass videos in a second pastor scott but those videos are such a help they're such a good complimentary mm -hmm. hearing from the author uh hearing his heart uh, additional information to the book this book identity is going to be a book that you can you could do a small group with your leadership team uh you could do a small group at, at your church, mm -hmm. this is gonna be a book that's gonna help you on your journey. And not only is it the hardcover book, which by the way, these are fancy, these are nice books, these are quality. You're gonna have a study guide, companion study guide. You're gonna have access to the masterclass videos if you go for that upgrade bundle. And, and you're gonna be able to gr keep growing. You're gonna be able to invite other people on the journey. By the way, we like to be generous. So click on that link, copy and paste it into another area if you're on your phone or if you're on the computer because you can share that link with somebody that you know we want the word to get out this book is going to be a so blessing cool. yep. pastor scott tell, tell us why tell us why everybody needs to consider this especially leaders yeah the big thing about the master class is what i did is i sat down as if i was talking to you uh, at a table like this and I just sat here and I said okay as you're reading chapter one I want you to know what I was thinking and what I hope you're thinking this is what I'm writing it about and this is why it's so key and this is how it's going to be a game changer for you this is how you apply it as you're reading this chapter here's what it is and so it's additional stuff I'm teaching on and additional thoughts that help you to take what you're reading from what you're reading to what you're applying 
And it's a great thing for a small group. This is great for anybody who is wanting to find and discover what they've been called by God and created by God to be and to do. And it, it'll be a game changer for your family. You could do it with a spouse. You could do it in a small group. Uh, th- I, I did it with all of our team. I've given it out to all of our team and all the pastors that we work with. And we talk through it. It, it is something that every person who wants to reach the full capacity and potential of their life, it'll help them. Yeah, this is really good. Hey, everybody, we're talking, we are on the Avail live call webinar of the month. The book of the month is Identity. This is by Pastor Scott Wilson, the man himself who's here with us right now. If you're not currently on Avail, you can get this book for free. Avail team, if we could put that link again in the chat, put it on Facebook too. We got everything going right now. You can click on that link. You can get the book for free if you're not on Avail. If you are on Avail, listen, you know how, you know the quality of every book that Avail puts out. This is high quality, practical, relevant leadership resources that are going to help you and bless you. Personally, it's a no-brainer. Can I, can I just say pastor, leader, ministry leader, marketplace leader, volunteer leader, you want this book in your library. So I personally suggest upgrading to the masterclass bundle. Let me talk about the masterclass. This, we're talking about we're talking about a compilation of 11 videos, which includes the introduction. Every chapter has kind of a, a guide that goes along in these masterclass videos. Here's some of the titles. The Dream, Crushed and Rebuilt, Breaking the, the, the Orphan Mindset. Be, be, listen, we talked about it a second ago. Self-sabotage. God picked me. This is, this is going to speak into your leadership journey. It's going to help you in the art of leadership. Scott Wilson putting more than 33 years of ministry experience behind all of this. I love this, Pastor Scott. Let let me just say one more thing. If you're listening live right now, for those of you who have the privilege of being live, some of you are going to listen later, but listen in live, you can type in the chat any questions or use the Q&A tab, any questions. Somebody put a question here, uh, Pastor Scott, I'd like to get to. Uh, Here's the question. The question is, the the question is, um, what is... What is what are some of the most important things about identity that I can learn as a reader? So, so what are the kind of some of the key principles of identity that I can learn if I'm reading this? This comes from an anonymous Absolutely. question. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think what happens is all of us have been made with a thought in mind by God. He's mm-hmm. our creator. So the whole concept is identity is the search for significance and true success that's found only in him. And so I think as what I'm trying to help people to know in the book is my journey of continuing to pray and say, God, help me to know who you've called me to be. Help me to know who you say I am, because in many ways I feel like a failure. In many ways, I feel insecure that I'm not going to be good enough, that I know no matter what I do, I'm going to fail or I'm not going to be good enough. Those are lies of the enemy and strongholds. So many times the enemy has come in and brought strongholds in our life. I'll just give you an illustration. Mm -hmm. When I was in high school, I tried out for the basketball team. I thought I was going to be good because I went from a public school that had like 500 kids in the class to 38 kids in my class in this private school because my (laughs) my parents were scared to death I was going to go off into the world and do bad things. So I went to this Christian school. So I thought, man, I could do good. You know why? Because on Wednesday nights in Royal Rangers, our little boys club, I I was like the LeBron James of pioneers, you know. But (laughs) when I I went and tried out, I didn't know what I was doing. The coach said, everybody on the line blew the whistle and said, we're going to do the weave drill. And I get on the line. I don't even know what the weave drill is. They're throwing the ball around. I'm going, oh, my gosh. So I acted like I had to go to the bathroom, but really called my mom and walked out the front and said, come pick me up. And I just quit the tryout because I felt so stupid. 
but here's what happened. While I sat on that curb, I can take you, Virgil, to that curb right now wow. where the enemy told me a lie. And the lie wasn't you're no good at basketball because that was pretty true. The lie wasn't you don't know the weave drill because that was true. The lie was this. You're not good enough. Uh. And it's not about basketball. It was about everything. Wow. You will never be good enough. That was the lie that became a stronghold. Now, here's the deal. In your identity, there's truth, big T, capital T truth. Mm -hmm. That comes from God. And then there's little T truth. That's a lie of the enemy that you buy into that becomes your truth, that shapes the way you see yourself in life. That is not big T truth. It's a little T truth that rules you. And it became a, a ruling truth lie in my life that I was not good enough. And I wondered why in my twenties am I still struggling with, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. And the Holy spirit who is the guide to all truth took me back to that moment and said, the enemy brought a stronghold. A stronghold is not a demon. It's a wrong pattern of thinking. And he said, the enemy put that lie in your head. You bought into it as truth for you. And it's been a hindrance to you this whole time. And now I want you to reject that lie and receive the truth of who God says you are. And God says you are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared you in advance to do. And so I had to reject that lie, receive the truth. This is identity work. Identity yep. work isn't about writing down all the things I want to be. That's Disney thinking. God kingdom thinking is seeking God and saying, who did you make me to be? I'm your workmanship. You created and prepared me in advance to do something, to be someone who is it you want me to be? And so that's probably the biggest thing to me on that. The second Love. thing on that is, it, should I say one more? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Is I think all of us need to get to Luke 3 and understand what happens in Luke 3 when Jesus is baptized. Remember at his baptism, the Bible says the heavens opened up and the Holy Spirit came like a dove and mm -hmm. that God the Father spoke. And he didn't just speak where Jesus could hear it. He spoke where everybody could hear it. And what he said was this. This is my son who I love and whom I am well pleased. He spoke to the three core issues, not just in Jesus's life, but to every single one of our lives. If you're human, these meet your three biggest needs. He spoke to his identity. You are my son. This is my son. Secondly, it spoke to uh, who he was in, in affection, what he needed to hear in affection. I love you. He's the one I love. He's the one I love. And then it spoke to affirmation. I am so pleased with him. This is what we need to hear from our moms and dads. You're my boy. I love you. I'm so proud of you. It's identity. It's affection. It's affirmation. It's what every one of us crave for in yeah. our personhood. And God the Father knew that even Jesus needed to hear that. Come on. But on why did he have everybody else hear it? Because John 17, Jesus says, Father, I pray that those who follow me would know that you love them the same way you love me. Wow. So that means we can go back to Luke 3 and say just what he says about Jesus is what he says about us. You're his daughter. You're his son. That's your identity. You're his child. Secondly, he has all the affection in the world for you. He loves you. You're his favorite. You're the one. You know who I am? I'm the one he loves. 
<laughs> that's who I am. And yeah. then thirdly, I'm the one he's pleased with. Yes, with everything I've done wrong. Yes, with every way I've fallen short. Yes, with every way you've messed up. He still says, you're my son. You're my daughter. I love you. And in you, I am pleased in you and in who you are. And uh, un uh, uh, I love you unconditionally. Mm -hmm. I believe in you and have called you with this purpose. That's huge. That's the basis, the foundation I talk about in the book for all of identity is coming to that and realizing that wasn't just the father saying that to Jesus. He said it to everybody so that we would know that's how he feels about us. This is, this is uh, what I think is important as people are reading the book that's going to be the core of how they discover identity. Understanding this changes everything, Pastor Scott. I mean, I mean, have you seen this in ministry as you're leading people where they come to this understanding as you help? As you, as a mentor, a pastor, as a leader, you help people. I mean, doesn't that make a difference? Huge. Because what, and here's the great thing about it. You remember Jesus said, hey, I got to go away and it's going to be good for y'all, better for you that I go away because the Holy <laughs> Spirit's going to come and he's uh -huh. going to guide you into all truth. That's, that's what's so powerful here is that I can teach on it. You can read the book on it, but you know what you're going to do? You're going to pause and say, Holy Spirit, you're the one who came to guide me into truth. Take me back to that basketball tryout. Take me back <laughs> to when my dad sat down and said, it's not my fault, but mom and dad are getting a divorce. And I thought to myself, uh, that's what men do. They all leave. Some of the ladies mm -hmm. right now, they got it in their mind. All men leave. Wow. And that's because their dad, when they were a kid, have these things shape our identity. And if we don't let the Holy Spirit lead us to it and do the work to discover the lie of the enemy and to reject it. Yep. And to discover the truth of God and receive it. Receive Look, it. God's got a vote in your life concerning your identity. The devil's got a vote in your life concerning your identity. Who you vote with will determine who you become. Come on. That's huge. Hey, everybody, I want to take advantage right now and, and throw that offering. I know a few people connect every minute that we're on. More people are connecting. Um, Avail team, can we put the link in the chat again? Let's put the link in the chat. We're talking about the book of the month, which is Scott Wilson's book, Identity, the second in the series. The first one was Impact. These books are awesome. Identity is the book. You can have this book. Click on that link. Share the link with friends, family members, your pastor, your leaders, people at church. Um, why? Because if you're not, if you or them are not Avail members yet, you can get this book for free. Not only will you get the book for free, you'll get six months of the Avail Journal for free. We'll talk about that in a little bit, right? Right. So you're gonna get the book for free plus six months of the Avail Journal for free. However, the no-brainer here for all of us, the Masterclass Bundle Upgrade. Uh, you're gonna see it right on that link, which includes the hardcover book the companion study guide, access to the masterclass videos, including the bonus session, which will include this video for anybody you wanna share it with. Also, also, you're gonna have insights from the author himself. That's the beautiful thing about all the books here, books of the month for Avail, is that not only can you get the book, but you're gonna hear from the author himself or herself. In this case, it's, it's himself because it's Pastor Scott. And you're going to hear the heart behind each chapter as you're going through the book. You're going to be able to document your journey in that companion study guide. You're going to be able to access uh, the videos. Pastor Scott, this is awesome. I, I want to ask you a question um, yeah. just kind of personally. I'm kind of personally um, yeah. curious and intrigued. Um, without giving too much from the book away, can you tell listeners about the crazy story of how you became one of John Maxwell's teaching illustrations? And how did this make you feel <laughs> looking back on this? Yeah, it's crazy. And and really, that's what's 
One of the cool things about the book is it kind of gives insider behind the scenes stuff that's happened in my life with three of the big people who really God used to impact uh, me and, and my identity. And it's my dad, Dr. Chan, and Dr. John Maxwell. What happened is when I was 19 years old, I got introduced to John Maxwell by his uh, Enjoy Tape Clubs, kind of like the, the what Avail is now on uh -huh. a whole cool level, you know, back then just starting out his little cassettes and stuff. And my dad introduced me to that. I would listen to it. When I was 21 years old, uh, he came to Dallas for the first time. And somehow in my mind, Virgil, I don't know how it happened. I had this thought that I was supposed to work with him. I was going to be on his staff or I would be his protege, uh, something like this. I just had in my heart, I knew something like that was going to happen. I don't know why I thought it, but then I also thought I'm going to help God out. So he was speaking at <laughs> Prestonwood Baptist, which is a huge auditorium, but I came and I sat on the very front row center right in front of him i mean he's like maybe six feet away from me on the platform i'm right in the middle i got my yellow notepad you know and i'm sitting there with my pen every single thing he says that's funny i'm going oh my god <laughs> that's funny that is so funny like that you know everything that's brilliant i go oh wow wow i'm just so dramatic you know i'm uh -huh. just wanting him to see dude there's this kid on the front row that is so into this he is so listening he he cares about this when it was over, the very last thing he said, he had like a tear in his eye saying something emotional. And he said, hey, guys, I'm about to pray for you, but I, I got to get straight to the airport. So I usually like to stay and say hi, but I can't. I got to leave. But let me just pray for you. Well, as he's praying, I'm going, oh, my gosh. I, I, I know I got to talk to him. I'm supposed to talk to him. I don't know what to do. So as he's walking out the side door, I chase him down. I go over and, and I'm just 21 years old. And I'm sitting there and I, I'm like so nerdy. I walk up and say, Dr. Maxwell, I'm Scott Wilson. I youth pastor down the road here, but I read every book and I've listened to every single thing you've ever taught. And I just feel like I'm supposed to be like you when I grow up. Do you have any advice? And I stand there and he's still wiping tears from his eyes like this. And he pats me on the back, Virgil, and he goes, Son, you don't even know what you're asking. And walked out the door. I was so disappointed. Like, that is not what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I went back home, told my wife, and I felt like God told me, hey, son, what did you think I was going to do? Delegate my responsibility of growing you up to him? He ain't your God. I'm your God. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to train you. I'm going to develop you. And so I just kept growing and kept growing. Guess what happened? Ten years later. Ten years later, one of the guys on his board, Gerald Brooks, Gerald called me and he said, hey, I'm on John Maxwell's board. I said, I know. He said, hey, he told us that we could all bring one person with us to spend two days with him in his office and he's going to pour into us and train us. I'd like you to come with me. Would you want to be the guest that I bring? I said, oh, my gosh, I would love to. <laughs> so I got on the plane with him, went there, and the day we walked into his office, there's like 20 guys on the board, 20 other guys that they brought with, and John Maxwell walks in. It just I'm sitting by Gerald. It just so happens there's only one chair left. He sits right next to me. He knows it feels to me, I don't know if this is true, but it felt to me like he knew every single person in the room but me. But I'm sitting next to him. He's, he's so kind. Hey, I'm John, and, I, I, and I, I'm your friend. You know? And I said, I'm Scott. I'm your friend, too. You know, that type of deal. And then he got into his lesson that day, and he goes, hey, I want to talk to you about my new book, and it's about pain. 
And he says, let me tell you something. All leaders deal with pain. Everybody in this room, the churches you pastor, the leadership position you're in, everybody looks at you on the platform and thinks you're so great. You got it all going. Man, if I could just have what they have, if I could just do what they do, they all think that way. But they don't know the pain. They don't know the price you paid. They don't know all the weight you're carrying. He said, I remember being in Dallas, Texas 10 years ago or so now. And I remember this old kid on the front row. And the whole time I'm talking, he's just like, oh, you're so brilliant. All this. He walks up, Dr. Max, I want to be like you when I grow up. And I look at the kid and I say, you don't even know what you're asking. And I sat there next to him as he's talking. I go, oh, my gosh, I've become a John Maxwell illustration. <laughs> this is nuts. And I went to my room and God began to speak to me. And he took me to Matthew 20. And in Matthew 20, it says that James and John's mom came to Jesus. I had never seen this before, Virgil, and it says this. I hadn't seen it and connected it. That she came to Jesus and says, when you come to your kingdom, can my son sit on your right and left? And he says, you don't even know what you're asking. Mm. I didn't connect what John said that day. But God uh, spoke to me and he says, hey, I know you're in. And I know you will drink the cup of suffering and the cup of obedience. And then he goes on. Jesus said, but as for where you sit in my kingdom... Those places are assigned by my father to those he's prepared them for. And the Lord told me, quit acting like a spiritual orphan who doesn't have a seat. I'm your dad. Quit pushing, shoving, pressing. Oh, I got to get my seat, get my seat. I got a seat with your name on it. Mm. I've reserved it for you and I've prepared you for it. I can put you in any room at any time, at any moment with anyone. I proved it today. I got John Maxwell sitting by you, and you're sitting in his office, and he's talking about you, and he doesn't even know it. But I know it, and you know it, and I did that to show you. I can put you anywhere at any time with anyone. Trust in me. That was a big moment. That's a huge moment, and thank you for sharing that. I think, uh, as, as one of the pastors just mentioned, thank you for that, because I think it's important for us to realize that we don't have to break the way for ourselves. We're not the ones who prepare the way for ourselves. It's God who's preparing us for all those next steps. I love this. Uh, as we're coming to the final stretch, let me just remind everybody who's on right now, we are on the Avail Live Call webinar of the month with our author of the month, Scott Wilson, the book of the month, Identity, the second one of this series of books that God has placed on Pastor Scott Wilson's heart. I want my Avail team to put the link in the chat one more time. Come on, if you're in the chat right now, if you can access the chat, I want you to type in there, God is good. I want you to type in there, God is speaking to me. I want you to type in there, I am a child of God. Come on, identity, who we are. And, and if you do not, if you're not currently a subscriber to Avail, you can get this book for free, plus six months of the Avail journal for free. If you're already on Avail, you can just purchase the book, which I highly recommend, or take it a step up, which is my recommendation, the Masterclass Upgrade Bundle. It's going to include the hardcover book the companion study guide so you can journal your journey as you're going through it. It's going to include access to the masterclass videos, uh, 11 videos that are going to accompany this journey with you, actually 12 with the bonus video that's going to be attached after this live call webinar. You're going to love this. Uh, uh, Pastor Scott, before we talk a little bit about the Avail Journal and kind of close things up, you know, what's on, what, what's, what is it that you want people to really get and be able to carry and be able to just really receive from the book Identity? I think that what we talked about of that Luke 3, the biggest thing I want everybody to know is that you are his son, his yeah. daughter. That's for real. That's not just for Jesus, that's for you. That's who you are. Mm. You are loved by him. There's all the affection in the world. His heart is wrapped up in you, and he is pleased with you. That's the affirmation. 
He wants you to know he is pleased with who you are. You don't have to prove anything to him. <laughs> you don't have to work to get his attention. Just notice this. I didn't even say this before, but I think this is how I want to close out and everybody remember. Jesus hadn't done one miracle yet. He mm. hadn't started his ministry yet. He hadn't done one thing yet to earn that affirmation or to earn that identity or to earn that affection. Father said that to him for us to hear, to let us know you're his son before you ever do anything. You're, you're loved and you are, he is pleased with you before you do anything. In fact, we don't do things to earn that. We receive who we are in him, and it's from that receiving of our identity, affection, and affirmation that everything in our life and ministry flows from. And that's what identity and why it's so important and what it's all about. So good. Drop the mic moment. I love it. Hey, everybody, you need to get this book. And like I said earlier, you might want to get this book for a friend, a leader, a pastor, mm. some other people that are walking on the journey with you. Hey, maybe God's calling you to start a small group uh, and go through this with some of the people that God has placed in your life. If you're just helping to disciple people or leading groups or uh, have some kind of voice of influence, click on that link. Our Avail team is putting the link again. We like putting it many times. Copy it. Hey, by the way, copy and paste that link. Share it with somebody on the phone today. Share it with somebody on social media today. Why? We want more people to access resources like this. Resources for lead, Christian leaders are not always easy to find, but that's what we're all about at Avail. Let me just mention the Avail Journal. Uh, Pastor Scott, you're, you're, you're very aware of the avail journal you've been on the cover of the avail journal you have articles in the avail journal what do you think about what do you think about the avail journal it's a bet it's the best uh journal or magazine that i get uh on a regular basis it's got the best stuff in it seriously all the people that i want to connect with that i want to hear from i love it i, th I think it's amazing yeah i'm just honored that i get to be a part of it so maybe i'm biased because i'm a part of it and on the team but i, I i'm proud to be a part of it we love it. We love it. We love that you're a part of it, Pastor Scott. And I want everybody to know if, if you're not an Avail subscriber, you can get the book for free plus six months of Avail for free. These come out quarterly. The best Christian leadership resources from a diverse group of leaders from uh, from the states and even even globally, uh, men, women leaders, you know, ministry marketplace. This is an awesome, awesome awesome resource. And most importantly today, the resource of the new book, Identity by Scott Wilson. More than 33 years of experience are coming behind these books that God has placed on his heart. We want you to have that book. The link is in the chat. Even when we finish uh, you know, our conversation, our, our avail team is going to stay on maybe for a couple more minutes, leaving that link on there. If you didn't grab it, if you're on your phone, come on, copy and paste that, that and share it with some people. If you got a, you got a leadership chat or a chat with friends that are leaders in ministry, come on, copy and paste that. Let people know about it. Uh, Pastor Scott, this is, this has been awesome. Uh, is there anything Thanks, left anything in your heart, anything left in your heart that you just want to just kind of share? Or, or encourage people for this book identity i just don't want them to skip trying you know how like sometimes we get to work i think of the picture of the the saw and a guy going out and trying to or an axe and trying to chop down trees and do the work let's do the work got to get these trees cut down there's got to be a moment where you pause and sharpen the saw yeah or you're doing a lot more difficult work that's exhausting to you that could be a lot more effective if you stopped and sharpened here's the point if you don't do the work that's in here and in here, you're not gonna be as effective in the work God's called you to do out here. So don't just stay focused here. 
you need to let a lot of the work be doing in here so this is better it's huge oh. we gotta we've gotta take care of first things first so good. Great advice from Scott Wilson. Hey, everybody, we're coming to the end of the journey here. The Avail team has placed the link in the chat. They put it on Zoom. They put it on Facebook. Even if you're listening or watching this later, that, that deal might still be available. So make sure you go to it. We're excited to get this book in the hands of so many people, including all of you. Pastor Scott, on behalf of the Avail team, Dr. Sam Chand, Martine Van Tilburg, everybody who's part of this Avail team, the, the team that's on right now with us, we just want to say we're thankful for your life we honor you and we thank god for your leadership and we can't wait to see what god's going to do through this book thanks man thank you for joining us for this episode of the avail podcast with our guest scott wilson you can connect with scott by visiting scottwilsonleaders.com for more leadership resources check us out at theartofleadership.com and make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the avail journal at availjournal.com as always i'm your avail media host virgil sierra muchas gracias thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the avail podcast